It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Next Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to like, drop a comment, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anthony Totri, joined on this Friday fun day by Sean DePaz to my right, Shane Diefenbach to my Ooh. left. Shane, you cut it close this morning. Yeah, um, you know, just a, a little shake and bake on the way. Yeah, a little shake and bake. I got a, I got a nice little. Um, got a cougar uh, in the car. Yeah, cougar in the car. What's it called? Uh, I was riding the draft of cars oh, okay. you know a slingshot i was yeah. slingshotting through, <laughs> yeah, so down the 51 way. driving safely though for uh, the speed limit of course yes of course. i was just slingshotting to the speed limit yeah yeah so how are we nice. doing besides uh your late arrival everyone everyone's doing good today friday fun day fantastic feeling nice i'm feeling good d-backs walk off last night electric red electric sox were tied with the yankees last time i checked all is, <laughs> all is right in the world oh my goodness let's get into the i'm gonna call it the meat the meat mm. of the day We've got red shirt senior ASU swimmer Grant House. The title is Grant is in the house. Grant is in I the love house. it. <laughs> Grant, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to talk with us. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, with the slingshot action, you got to catch up with the DRS. Got to get some F1 action. <laughs> Are you your F1 one. guy? Oh, big, big oh, let's time. go. You're already speaking my language. <laughs> You're watching, the, watching the Aussie Grand Prix tomorrow night? Yeah, man. Qualifiers went well. Everything's going uh, uh, off to a good start. So it's going to be a good uh, good third race of the season. Oh, hell yeah. Big racing guy. He's yeah. ready for it. He's ready for it. Grant, you've been at ASU a long time now, since back to, to 2017. Just how would you say the program has kind of changed or evolved since you got there to now? Yeah, I I definitely think it's, I mean, it's pretty revolutionary on the evolution that the program's taken. I mean, we went from, you know, and placing 20th in the country to now sixth um, without any really middle steps in between. So that's a pretty drastic undertaking for any any team and group of in- individuals. And obviously it happened with a really big foundational push um, and just kind of getting to the meet. You know, obviously COVID canceled nationals. Then we took a red shirt. So we didn't actually weren't in the actual meet for two years straight. Um, and that was pretty bizarre, but I think it was just a testament to really exemplifying like when we get to the meet, we're going to perform. And this showed that finally, because the guys, even in 2019 to 2020, when I was taking my Olympic waiver, like they balled out at Pac 12s. Like they were putting up top five relays, top five times in the country. And then it just like kind of all whispered away. Like no one ever heard of it again, just because there wasn't NCAAs. So, 
this has been on the rise and on the radar for quite some time in our in our minds. And so we finally just got an opportunity to to perform. And that's what midseason was this year. Pac-12s and NCAAs was really just kind of like, hey, we're we're here and we've been here. For sure. Well, the the meet, as you said, was really performing in 2022. Um, 13 Sun Devil All-American honors uh, this year. What does it mean to get that type of national recognition for not just you, but also the program itself? Yeah, I think more importantly for the program, it helps with the longevity and the future success because now recruits look at the program and they're like, oh, wow, ASU, six. It's not like, okay, ASU, we have a great head coach. We have some fast swimmers. They're doing okay. They're swimming for Team USA. We have a pro group here. It's like, no, they're, they're getting it done. They performed well. They put up the best times in history, top five times in history, American records, world records. Uh, and finished in the top six in the country, top 10, and just a couple, one or two events going a different way out of the top five in the country, and, you know, top four take home a trophy. So I think it's it's really huge to finally have that objective, fact-based, you know, the, the stopwatch doesn't lie, um, the touchpad doesn't lie there, and and really have that, that um, basis for the, the recruits, the incoming, the people that are interested in going to – a top tier school would be like, wow, ASU is is now for real. They are actually a top top tier school. It's not just the people here that have known that training here every day, just saying that to each other. It's okay now. It's now it's on the national pedestal. Now everyone's seen it, so there it's there to stay and it's there to move forward. Um, so a big part of your, your the program success this year came from um, Leon Marchand, freshman Frenchman raced in the olympics got a bunch of records a bunch of championships at the ncaa's this year what sticks out to you about him um like i said he's a young guy what has impressed you about about him and and what he's done so far yeah i mean there's uh there's a long list of what impresses me most but i think you know what i guess what i have to say above everything else is his openness to growth and his willingness to to learn in this environment that is very far from home with basically everyone being a stranger. Um, I've been cranking on my Duolingo, but that's nowhere, <laughs> close, nowhere close to the French that he's used to. I mean, Bob speaks French, and that's a huge aspect like for him and those two to form a relationship and connect. And I think you know his openness to be a part of the team, be so good, and still asking for help, asking for advice, uh, helping others, being a good teammate, and the charisma that he brings to the team. Like... It was very unexpected, unknown. I mean, I'd never met him until we started texting before he got here, um, after he committed. And then once he got on campus, you know, now he's become one of my best friends on the team. Um, and it's kind of interesting, you know, I think I'm like five, I think I'm five years older than him at this point. Um, but uh, it's just really neat to see his openness to the experience at ASU and his charisma that he brings. He's he's a very energetic guy. He likes to sleep, but he's very energetic and, <laughs> and it's a lot to learn and raises the overall competitive level of this team by in every every race every category there is yeah 100 percent. you were going going back to you a little bit you were the number four recruit some had you even as the number one recruit in the nation when you were coming to asu years ago knowing what you know now about collegiate swimming and how everything is kind of played out for you in tempe what advice would you give to freshman you <laughs> Oh man, there's a to younger Grant. There would be a lot that I would give advice to, but I think 
Um, the number one thing that a couple of seniors tried to tell me, but I was just too stubborn. That's, that's the one thing, but too stubborn to listen to was just like kind of relax a little bit. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned coming over the last two years, especially with a lot of training switches, a lot of issues with the pandemic, obviously things moving around, a lot of things out of our control is, you know, when I'm at the pool, the needle is pushed all the way as far as it needs to. And when I'm away from the pool, it's dialed all the way down um, because, you know, worrying about the practices, worrying about the meets, it's not going to make me perform better or make me recover any better. It's just going to add more stress and anxiety. And so when I'm away from the pool, I'm away from the pool. I'm making jokes. I'm talking to my family. I'm calling friends. I'm doing schoolwork. Um, and then also just having fun and doing hobbies that I want to do because ultimately that's going to help me be the best version of myself and not this like makeshift pattern of what I thought like an athlete has to be this, an athlete has to do this, a high performer does this when I came to college. And I think, you know, having that mentality coming in as a freshman helped me build a lot of discipline and a lot of characteristics that I can now kind of turn the dial on and understand a little bit better on both ends of the spectrum. But if I definitely had to tell something to freshman Grant, it would be, dude, just just chill out for a second on, <laughs> on some stuff. Just just relax. It's it's going to be a long four years. And I at this point, long six years. Didn't didn't anticipate that one, but it's going to be it's, it's a four year journey, not just trying to win it all in one day. Definitely. Well, Coach Bowman has really built this program um, from the ground up since you over the last handful of years. What does he mean to the program and what does he mean to like yourself in general? Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty phenomenal what he's done with the program. And, you know, it's the standard of excellence that he brings in. I was just talking to another teammate uh, last night when we were or two nights ago, I think. Yeah. Um, about, you know, the presence that that. Bob brings onto deck the presence that he brings into this program, the level of expectation and level of excellence that is basically the baseline for everything that we go that goes on here. You know, there's no there's no slacking off. If there is, it's called out immediately, and it's excelling to this. I mean, he's coached several of the the best swimmers, but also best athletes ever in history, and so that the pinnacle the the highest peak in our sport olympic gold medal olympic world records the olympics olympic head coach has been reached and to see that and to bring that experience into the program is almost very like very satisfying very motivating very inspirational because this is a domain that he hasn't conquered yet and we definitely haven't as a program yet and i think that's been like it's kind of met where you know this program was in very dire straits um I mean, getting cut in 2007, 2008, and then 2013, putting up times that were 30 seconds slower than we're going now on relays. Um, it, it met this like meeting point to where this high level of success and this low standard can move forward in such a growth oriented way that now we're able to finally see like finally see the fruits of the labor and really experience success, improvements and failure, learning moments together. Uh, as a program and at himself, I'm sure. Um, and so it's, it really helps the program grow um, without falling behind and always push for more because he's seen that more um, and he wants to excel in this domain of college swimming as well. So, Anthony, you mentioned how highly touted of a recruit you were. Um, back in high school, if my research is correct, you were one of the, the, the winningest swimmer in Ohio high school history, uh, 13 state champions between individuals and relays. Uh, four-time Greater Cincinnati Male Swimmer of the Year. 
what was it like being so dominant at a young age? And then what was it like kind of co- coming to college and getting such a such a bump in the competition you were facing? Yeah, it was it was an interesting transition. Um, it was definitely, you know, my first year in high school. It didn't feel like I was uh, very like, I mean, very dominant or very experienced at all. I was pretty much just nervous and just trying to swim for my life every day. Um, <laughs> I felt like especially competitions. Um, but I think going through that, like when I came to college, I more looked at it as though, you know, I've learned all these things. I have all these characteristics. I've, I've experienced all these characteristics of a winning culture. You know, St. Xavier, one of the most renowned programs and prestigious high schools in the country and especially the program. Um, I think like shout out to like 40 national, like 40 state championships and like four national titles, I think. Um, but you know, being a part of that legacy and helping create that and improve that as well, taking those uh, principles and characteristics that I learned and bringing it to ASU was a really big aspect for me and to, you know, it only took me one dual meet to kind of figure it out. Um, with like, hey, this is this is not high school anymore. I think I we swam Utah and nothing against Utah, but they're, they're certainly not winning NCAA's. I'll put it that way. <laughs> and um, you know, I was like, I think I was like fourth or fifth in the heat out of eight guys. And I was like, okay, like I if I want to go to where I need to go, like this can't be happening. And then you know, the next the next meet it was one two with uh, myself and another swimmer on ASU. And just moving forward in that and every event as we could be. And I think that was really for me what it took. And I just had a recruit ask me the other day, uh, Asher, who is, uh, I think it's Haverfill. And he's coming in. He's like, what's it, what's it like? Like, what's the difference? And essentially, you're just a big fish in a small pond in high school, moving to be a big fish in a big pond. And really, you go from focusing on yourself to playing your role and owning your role within the team because the the team is only strong as the sum of all the parts and i think when those parts come together the sum is even stronger and so knowing your role improving yourself improving those around you and and taking care of what you need to do is is really the the overall goal i think of college athletics i at least feel for for swimming and i feel like that's pretty applicable to almost every sport um, because so many people are coming from such a diverse background comparatively to high school where you're all pretty pretty localized have an understanding of who each other are or background but in college i mean i've i've never met anyone from alaska and i'm one of my best friends on the team and teammates is from alaska now so like just a very different upbringing very different background and things to take in consideration and his best stroke is um not one of my best strokes and so he has specializations that I don't train for all the time. And but like this morning, we did a training session together. So we're able to push each other and help each other improve. But we each have our own role that we need to really exemplify and really take care of at the college level. Definitely. You mentioned earlier that when you're not in the pool, dials kind of down. And when you are dials all the way up. This is the point in the show now in the interview where we're going to turn the dial all the way up to some of these more fun questions. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give us some good answers before we get there. Um, Josh Hunt with some Ohio slander in the <laughs> chat saying, "Makes sense. He's such a good swimmer. He was just trying to swim away from Ohio." Grant, Dang. can you respond to that live? <laughs> uh, swim away from Ohio. You know, I always say Ohio is a great place to grow up in, but I much rather prefer my sunshine and palm trees out here. <laughs> um, swimming outside every day is pretty good, um, but Cincinnati always has a special place in my heart. 
Um, and uh, I'm glad that I grew up there, uh, Southeast Indiana and, um, and Ohio. So, you know, I, I don't know if I swam away from it. I just kind of <laughs> wanted a different experience, but yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not too jealous of snow last week in Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky right now. So I'm, I'm enjoying my, what am I? 93 on my computer screen right now that's that's pretty nice to go outdoors and swim under the sunshine right now so since we're on the topic of ohio i have to ask are, are you like because i i said before the show because i'm from the northeast i'm from i'm from western new york i know when a lot of people from ohio they're either a lot of state prior to they hate it are you are you like a big ohio guy and then also you're from the cincinnati area what is your opinion on skyline chili <laughs> All right, I'll attack. I'll attack this. I'll go better from better from worse. So, uh, Skyline Chili, unparalleled, ten out of ten. Um, <laughs> under, undercover one hundred though, Grater's ice cream. Uh, not a lot of people know that outside of Ohio, but best ice cream, like hot take number one, best ice cream in the world, Grater's ice cream, the hands world. down, in the world. Right. I, I yeah, no no cap on that, no comparison. Huh. Um, yeah. Ohio. So a lot of people don't know this. So I'll always say I came from like Cincinnati, Ohio, because that's, I mean, that's where Sanex was um, relatively where I, where I lived, but I actually grew up in Southeast Indiana for 15 years. So I'm a basketball and cornfields Hoosier at heart. Um, but I do have an appreciation for Ohio, obviously, but yeah, not, not an OSU fan, not a, not a Buckeyes fan. Um, big Joe Shiesty fan, big, uh, <laughs> big Joe Shiesty um aj green fan when he was there now he's out in the cardinals so that worked out well for me um we came out to az together so shout out aj green appreciate this journey together um but yeah i don't have like the biggest ohio pride but i appreciate the midwest grit um that it instilled in me and uh the the definitely the lessons learned there so always a special place in my heart for i guess i'd say the midwest as a general but Definitely not specifically Ohio. <laughs> I got. I just have to say, I I've been to Cincinnati. I've had Skyline Chili. Kind of mid. Kind of mid. Dang, brutal. It's okay. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. <laughs> I think it speaks, it, some say it speaks for the individual rather than the yeah. food itself. Okay. Okay. I, I, don't, I, don't I just don't, I don't think, think Sean has an advanced palate, and that's okay. Wow. Wow. I'm not even. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. Listen, great. Yeah, I don't know. So, I don't. I mean, I don't know if Gordon Ramsay would be like going to get it, but I mean, hey, it, it does the job sometimes. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't strike me as like a Gordon Ramsay style food. We know you're big on Skyline Chili. We also know you're big on uh, Pit Vipers. Let's uh, let's pull up that photo because we're gonna need <laughs> we need you to walk us through just this moment, and I guess just like those sunglasses in general, man. Oh man, um, yeah. Should I, should I? Should I? I guess I should just grab them from the other the other room right now. Oh my but, god! Please, um, please. Okay, here we go. Hold on. <laughs> the rest of the interview has to be done in the pit vipers. I think it's obligatory at this point. Oh, right, let's, here we go. Go. Here we go. let's go. Um. So so yeah. So I I had these sunglasses. I, I had them on at an alumni's house, and I was like, um, hey, like these are really awesome. I've never seen these before can I have these? And they're like, no, they're one of our like friends or something like that. And, um, so I was like, okay, whatever. So I just went and bought some, I just found the cheapest pair on the website. They're pretty expensive, but I was like, nah, I have to drop it for the clout. <laughs> and so it's pretty sunny out in AZ. So it, it fits the bill. And then I was like, what if we, what if we just showed up to a couple of the other guys on the team had them? I was like, what if we just roll into 
Federal Way, Washington, where it's raining, snowing, uh, not sunshine at all, and an indoor competition and just rocking these pit vipers. <laughs> um, and I just thought that was the funniest thing in my mind, especially knowing the guys on the team. So I was like, well, if we like, we kind of flex them, we, we got to pull them out when it like actually counts. So I, I think, well, we won the first night and I thought about it. And then the next night went really well too. Um, and then, but, uh, I think Bob was giving out the awards and I was like, I don't know if I, I don't know if this is the time. <laughs> and, and then I won the 200 freestyle and I like, I finished the race, came over and, uh, saw my coach Herbie Bame and I like looked at him and I was like, should we break out the pities? And he's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he just handed them to me, put them on for the, the interview and, um, just right off the back, got like the weirdest question. So like, uh, whenever I see that that picture, it makes me like think of this just state of confusion because she was like, "What's up with the glasses? Do you have like glaucoma or something?" I, I was like, "I was like, what? Um, no, not at all." But anyways, moving on to the next horrible question. Um, but yeah, no, it was just something to have fun, just to get up on the podium, just to enjoy. Like, there's only six teams in our conference. And uh, just just to lighten the mood a little bit is pretty fun. And then rock, got to rock them at Natty's too. So um, it was pretty uh, just fun, some lightheartedness, and uh, keep keep it entertaining, keep it uh, fun for the guys on the team and myself. I love it. Oh, that's so good. Um, one of my favorite things is wearing things out of place, and especially <laughs> like your panda shirt in a Vegas casino under yeah. a suit coat. Yeah, um, that's, that's prime. That's it premium. Is. It is. Uh, well, you already gave one, but you responded to our tweet saying you're ready for some hot takes. So, most unpopular opinion and why right now? Most unpopular opinion. Um, it does it have to be like swimming related? No, nope. literally anything. Um. Okay. I don't know if it's. Un- I'm gonna give like one and a half here. I guess one. Just the one that came up to my mind. Crunchy peanut butter. Hands down, only option when peanut butter is on the table. No creamy at all. Um, so crunchy over creamy. And then if you go out on a date, both for first dates, both parties split the check. Hands down. You don't don't pay for the first one. Both parties pay equally on the first on the first dinner. It's like a trial run. I respect that. I'm big on the have you seen the 50 Cent interview that he did on one of the late night talk shows where they asked him like who pays on the date and it's like whoever Oh, who asked him? Yeah, it's like whoever's yeah. idea it was to go I on I heard that. Day. I respect that. I respect that, but like I'm going to be honest, like how many times do you hear um a guy not asking a girl out? Like that's 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 kind of like that's kind of like the MO. That's kind of the the, the typical typical flow of things. There. So crunchy peanut butter and her split in the check. I respect it. Split um, the peanut butter. <laughs> the peanut butter. Um, so obviously you're you're a kind of a big guy. You're six six, same height as ASU basketball player Kamani Lawrence. Same height as ASU linebacker Eric Gentry. Um, I know I know you played water polo too in high school, but outside of oh, I guess a water sport, if you weren't if you weren't swimming, what would you be doing with with your size? Dang, um, getting in my heart here. Uh, <laughs> well, growing up, I did a couple summers with basketball. Um, I enjoyed that. It kind of never like really ca- caught on as a passion. Um, just wanted to like kind of enjoy it outside during the summer times. Um, I, my uncle taught me lacrosse at a pretty young age and I was one in high school that I really wish I would have played. Um, cause I could have just like with, with my size, I feel like I could have just bodied some people. 
um, and had a lot of fun <laughs> with that, like that culture and the team environment. Um, you know, I, I definitely would be better, better at like tight end position than basketball, I think right now. Um, so I, I mean, I guess I don't know who the coach is right now. I guess Herm since Herm's out, but, um, if you're in need, if you're in need of anyone, <laughs> drop a line. Um, but yeah, no, I guess to answer your question fully, um, I've always, I've always, my favorite sport is, uh, baseball. Um, and so I'd always like to like to give a crack at that. You know, I, I think there's a lot of time to play that sport. It's obviously a lot of wear and tear on the athletes, but um, it's like the least action in any sport, unfortunately. But I think you can play it over more of your life and you can have more longevity and performance in that. And that's pretty appealing to me to be able to do what you're passionate about for as long as you're able to at a peak peak performance and physical level. I should see you being a pretty dominant first baseman. No, yeah. de- defensive end like Josh well, said. Yeah. Six or- foot six. My guy's worried about the wrong swim moves. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of turnover on the, on the defense. So they might, yeah. may, you, you might be able to we'll get We'll see how many years of eligibility yeah. you have yeah. left. I'm kind of hoping something like um, the replacements or the the movie with uh, who is it? Mark Wahlberg comes out with the Eagles. They just have a combine <laughs> tryout. Yeah, invincible. And, invincible. And I, yeah, I returned to Cincinnati and just I'm just catching dimes from Joe Shiesty. Oh hey, listen, be, I know I know perfect. the the rat the Rattlers, the indoor football team, they hold tryouts. So, and I'm sure you could wear pit vipers on the field. True. Yes. There we go. There we go. <laughs> pit vipers are an automatic sign. I heard somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, there's one question that we haven't asked anybody yet, but I'm curious just to see your answer. Oh, so I'm going to run through a couple of jobs that you would do. Okay. For example, if you were president. I'm going to ask you, who would your vice president be? And you have to give me someone on your team and why. Sound easy enough? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Do coaches count? Sure. Coaches can count. As long okay. as your explanation fits. So if you were president, who's your VP? Herbie Bame, the most analytical, data-driven man I've ever met in my <laughs> life. He has everything recorded from a time that you didn't even know you went and practiced to the best time you've ever gone when you were 10 years old. So he he records everything, has everything like statistically stacked. It's insane. I I just I'm just like I just have to swim now. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and if you were a comedian, who's your opening act? Ooh, my opening act, I would have to say, man, that's a good one. Uh, and it has to be on the team. On the team. I would say. Probably John Heafy or Julian Hill. They're pretty funny guys, pretty pretty likable, pretty personable. Um, the only concern I would have if they could have kind of like, I'd say they're sometimes funnier than I would. I like my taste of humor, but they're just a little <laughs> like kind of like a little stiffer. Um, I'm more sociable, like right into the right into the action. I'll go right away. Just like <laughs> my name's Grant. Let's have a good time. Um, it kind of takes them like a second or two to warm up sometimes. So, but yeah, I'd say Julian Hill or John Heafy for sure. Opening act, get the crowd, get the crowd loose, get them going. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And if you're a musician, who's on stage with you? Musician. Uh, well, Bob went to, Bob got his degree in music theory, I think. Um, so I guess I'd say Bob, if I'm going like classical music, um, if I'm going like just rocking out, I'd go Evan Carlson. Um, absolutely just slays on the guitar absolutely um i think he does he does drum set he does um i think he just does he he does a lot actually i don't i don't know all the instruments he's played or has learned over this time but 
definitely one of the best uh, guitarists I've ever met. Um, like person to person rather than just saying like, Oh, this guy's in a band or whatever, because I mean, well, he actually wasn't a band, but, um, yeah, he's, he's really good. So I definitely have him cause I actually played drum set, um, when I was growing up and percussion. So hmm. we could, we could make it work. We can make it work. <laughs> I'm here to see you and Bob on stage, both rocking the pit vipers. Yeah, I, I, that would be a tough sell, but I, I think, <laughs> I think it would definitely get the crowd going. Definitely maybe, get Bob, the crowd going. maybe Bob's hitting the viola and you're just on the drums, just oh kind of God. banging out. Wow, right what a collab. What a collab. Yeah. Though. Think about that. Like, like Bowman house pit viper. That, uh-huh. That's, I do actually. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Whiplash? Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, agreed. Good taste. Um, I like. I kind of see that like similarity sometimes, like with the intensity and the excellence um, mm. of like athletic sport that like Bob brings in. Like he just wants the best for us, and he wants us to perform our best. And so, kind of making a full circle moment there. Didn't intend for that, but yeah, that, that movie I always think about is like a parallel. I was watching the first time and I was like, is this like, did Bob have a say in this movie or something? I was like, this is strikingly parallel. Like, So it's you're just, Miles Teller. Uh, well, I think, I don't know if I'm Miles Teller now. I think Leon's more Miles Teller, but at a certain point I was Miles Teller. Yeah, I think, I think the role switches because, you know, Bob's uh-huh. been here for a couple of years. The movie was only two hours, but so I think Miles Teller, I think Miles Teller has to circle in and circle out. That's what we do on the show. We get profound here. We yeah, go full yeah. circle like that. Um, well, speaking of music, do you listen to music before you get hyped up? And what do you listen to? Or is it just like a straight Duolingo crank sesh before the race races? <laughs> um, well, in between, I did in between like final prelims and finals at NCAAs and Pac-12s. I did crank on some Duolingo um, <laughs> just to kind of keep my mind off things with that. But, you know, like going kind of the trips to finals or before um, the races, I'll listen to some music, um, typically some, I don't know, like Odessa, um, Kid Cudi, um, just some like different, different, like not too intense, but not nothing like to rock me to sleep. Um, but I, yeah, before my races, nothing too crazy. Um, nothing, nothing really at all. Typically, I just like to have a good time. I actually put my phone away once I get on deck, put my bag down and like, that's game time for me. Um, so I'll be just engaging with my teammates, talking with them, with the environment around me and just kind of like no distractions. I just like, for me, like having the phone back there, getting the headphones, like, are, are these going to get wet? Do I have my phone going to get lost? Like, that's just too I, I just un- unnecessary for me, but yeah, some, some Kid Cudi, some, uh, Jack White. Uh, he just dropped a new album today. Pretty good. Um, uh, some hippie sabotage just yeah something something to keep the beat up but nothing too crazy just just be in a good mood ultimately is what i what i want to be at the when i'm listening to music before before races and then at practice I typically let a uh, dj carter swift take the take the set the turntables and he does a pretty good job of that so always always hits a good mood good vibe the vibes are immaculate, immaculate. at asu swimming <laughs> That is that is for sure. God, get that get that on a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get right on that. Grant, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time today, um, and then best of luck, man. Yeah, thank you. This has been one of the most enjoyable and best interviews I've ever been a part of. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. We got to get you in you. studio at some point. Yeah, got to get you here. Please, I got I got the mic here. I got I got everything going on here. So I love to hop in studio any any place, anytime. No glaucoma yeah. questions. We yeah, promise. no glaucoma <laughs> thank questions. You. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep those. We'll keep those at bay. So <laughs> have a good one, man. Thanks, Grant. Thanks. Oh man. So. <laughs> 
was a lot there. Fucking fun. <laughs> a lot there. Uh, Sean, before we get into to some of the fun stuff that you had to say, just I know you. There was a lot that you wanted to ask him just about Leon yeah. and just kind of the direction of the program. Um, for you, what was the most exciting thing to hear in regards to ASU swimming? Um, I mean, it was cool that I like. So Leon was a guy that I have like even before the swim season started, I had heard about, and I mean, he's racing the Olympics. Like he was so to kind of hear his perspective on him and and hear like I, I it's cool to hear that young guys, especially when you're hearing it from an older guy, that the young guys are like really open to growth like he said and stuff yeah. like that like it was it was cool to hear the respect that a guy that's been around the program has had for so long to hear the respect that he has for a young guy the most successful guy in the program yeah. this year um so that was really cool to hear what about you Shane? i just love the comparison to the program and whiplash it's a, little <laughs> bit, it's a little bit scary i'm not gonna lie hopefully it's not as intense as that but um they are they're they're, they're it's clearly working whatever they're doing um yeah. and it seems like bowman's actually creating a fun environment all jokes aside so um when you can get a guy as successful as grant to talk the way he does about not only the environment that he works in but also the just the sport in general yeah. you know that the, the the staff is doing something right because yeah. you see success and you see somebody just enjoying what they're doing and Grant really embodied all of that. So yeah, that was definitely one of the most fun interviews yeah. we've done. If you yeah. hear it in the way he answers the questions, like he's having a lot of fun, but like when it's time to give praise to someone or like mm -hmm. actually talk about yeah. the job at hand, like he's, he's very focused on it and he, he very thought out. So it was very, it, it was a, a very funny interview. And he's an yeah. F1 guy, which I had was yeah, not expecting and I, I, I hyped was, me up. I got a little scared when that started. I thought you were just about to <laughs> go F, for the F1, whole, F1 Welcome F1 to the PHNX F1. My goodness. No, Grant's always been um, really a humble humble dude, but he like he is one of the best at what he does, um, not only in the Pac-12, but in the nation. I remember, ironically enough, covering ASU Swim and Dive was like my first actual sport to cover at ASU and he was just a freshman like yeah. when he had got there um and he was like what Leon is now yeah. kind of like he said like the the tide has kind of shifted um but to just see how consistent he has been um with the evolution of the program with what Bob has brought um and then Grant has obviously been a staple in this program um for so long so it, it's great to see that you know ASU swimming is um, still on the uptick. They were on the uptick when Bob got here. Um, and really, like, we we talk about ASU sports all the time, whether it be baseball, softball, basketball, whatever. Do we? I mean, we do. It's kind of our job. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we rarely mention just how good the Olympic sports yeah. are at ASU. Yeah. We've talked about triathlon because, you know, they're always winning championships. We've talked about the direction of ASU softball and how it is just – in my personal opinion, the best sport at ASU right now. But, I mean, we got to give some credit to ASU Swimming and what Bob Bowman has done with that program because it is it is just as good mm -hmm. as what some of these other sports are doing. Absolutely. Um, and when they're in season, there is no reason not to go check out what they're doing because I don't know about you guys, but swimming is hard as shit. I Olympic swimming is hard as really shit. I swim. I'm not um... – just swimming, staying above water. Yeah, no, easy. like I literally like. Get, wait, you, you, get wait, me in a you, pool. you can't swim. I can tread water, but like I'm not getting anywhere near the ocean. Um, like yeah, if if the pool gets above like four feet, I just don't want to be. Alone. Here's the I thing: might be in trouble. If you ever like actually go to a pool with, there was just an definitely just an accident out there. 
Anybody see anything? Yeah. Well, it definitely happened right here. The windows are so thin. Who cares? That did not sound good. No, it definitely sounded. It also could have just been a... Who cares? Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> right. before we were intriguing. interrupted by what could have been an accident, um, this... I lost my train of thought. Thanks. Yeah, hey, don't thank us. Thank the asshole <laughs> oh. who decided he was going to crash. No, because I'm not I'm talking to him. I'm talking to him. But the the going not you talking to the person. No, I know, I know, okay. I know. But All right, carry on. Here we go. So going to an actual place with lanes, a swimming pool yes. with lanes, and like realizing how far it actually is because most of the ones that like recreation are 25 meters there. Yeah. Like seeing an Olympic sized swimming pool. Oh my god. It's tough. Man. It's crazy. I can't imagine swimming that long. Like when they do a thousand meters, you're like, brother, what? Yeah. Well, and it's it's like on TV when you're watching like basketball or football. Like, you know they're big, but like they look smaller, uh-huh. right? Like especially when you stand next to them in person. Yeah. And then it's the same thing with like the Olympic size swimming pool. Like it doesn't look as long. I feel like when you're looking at it from a like yeah. television perspective, yeah. it is a long pool, and they are yeah. swimming so fast. Yeah. No, I got to go to um, the the swim arena or whatever at the like the Olympic area in Montreal mm-hmm. before. And like, it is just, it, it feels like you're in a football stadium. Like yeah. it's, it's massive. And there's like, there's a couple pools in there, the diving boards, like it's swim, like water sport athletes. And, and like I said, he had played water polo. Water like, hard too. Some of the best athletes in the world. Yeah. Water like, polo, water polo is, is incredible. Um, so it's anima endurance, like yeah. what it takes to tread water that long. Yeah. And like, like they just seem like normal people, but they are, some of the highest form of athletes there are. So yes, I mean, it's really incredible. You mentioned it, six six. Yeah, same size, Kamani Lawrence. Same size, Eric Gentry. Same size as me. E- exactly. <laughs> same size. And, but as Jacob. all three of them smaller <laughs> the than same Jacob. Size than you should, okay. All three actually smaller than Jacob. Smaller than Jacob. Jacob is six seven, as he informed me earlier. He Jacob's a good swimmer. I've heard. Really? Like Olympic st- style swimmer. Can you swim, Jacob? Some people say I can swim at about 100 miles an hour. Wow. Wow. Okay, you're now um, a dolphin? Uh, okay, let's Dolphins talk. don't swim that fast. Uh, can we please talk in knots when we're talking about swimming, please? What? Knots. Knots, that's the that's how boats are measured. I'm just oh, okay, got you. Swing and a miss on that one. No, it's more of an inept counterpart. I didn't hear what you <laughs> oh said. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. Okay, well, moving right along. Before we that get into ASU baseball... Got to tell everybody about what's going on on the DraftKings Sportsbook Put them up. See? Two titles Come are up for now. grabs on up. the stacked UFC 273 fight card. Join the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports I didn't realize this was part of the read. Of like I... USC. New customers can bet $5 on any fighter, either one of these two, and get $100 <laughs> in free bets. What are the odds? Win or lose, guaranteed. I'm minus yeah, he's definitely minus, no, no, minus 220 in favor of uh, Shane here. I don't know. I feel like I might have some submission skills. No, I got long. Like I, I'm flexible. Mm. How are you getting me to the ground, bro? Okay, brother. so you could bet Technique. $5 and get 100 Technique? in yeah. free I, bets. I have a high kicks. I'm going straight front kick to the face. Okay. Do we have any DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the weeks? <sighs> me to win by a TKO in the first five minutes. First round. I didn't know those wads are actually posted. They're not. Um, and the Mariners already started. They're already up 2 nothing. Mitch Hanniger bomb. Um, my DraftKings pick of the week is Cosmo Chemayev, TK to win by TKO over Gilbert Burns. All he does is finish fights. All he does? It's liter- no, it's literally every single UFC fight that he's had. He's had three UFC fights. He's finished all of them in the first round. It's literally all he does. So Cosmo Chemayev to win in the first round. Did you say you thought you were drinking the Kool Aid this morning? I did, but it's still, it's still, uh, yeah, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Like it. <laughs> Oh, you're you're okay with that? Yeah, yeah no, I love Kool Aid. Fair. 
As long as you're it's not chugging poison, the Kool-Aid. I'm just she doesn't like Kool-Aid. Straight from the nozzle. Yeah, I'm I'll um I'll ride with you on that for the DraftKings Sportsbook Kick of the Week because they have Kamayev to win by KO, TKO, DQ under one and a half total round. So even if he doesn't, even if Gilbert Burns somehow does get out of the first round, you can still get that half mm. at two minutes and thirty seconds in the second round. Josh said right. your your not joke was naughty. I wasn't even. I was being serious. I want everyone to measure nautical speed in knots. Interesting. Okay. I'm kidding. My DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week is going to be the Jazz. I think they're favored minus two and a half against the Suns. Um, Expectation is none of those starters play for the Suns. I imagine McKay will play just because he hasn't missed a game all season long. Uh, But nothing was posted in terms of Book, Aiton, CP3. Can't imagine those guys actually get out there. Um, but the Jazz still have their starters. Yeah, going. I mean, they have something to play for still. So that would be my lock. Unless the Jazz minus two and a half. Unless they want to play the, I don't know. I, I think regardless. I think they want to stay away from the Warriors, so they want to win this game. Yeah, so I'll go Jazz minus two and a half. Uh, but if you don't want to ride any of those, again, you can hop in on the fight card, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX, bet $5 on Oh, wait, let's see. That's the wrong read. There it is. Down the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Throw down $5 on UFC 273 and get $100 in For free every bets. Bryson DeChambeau birdie during UFC 273. <laughs> no matter what. That's code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. 21 plus Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. A minimum of a $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Thank you. Appreciate it. Details. Any update as to the accident outside? No, we just heard uh, what I'm assuming is that we heard sirens. Someone pull out, um, but I couldn't see it from the window. So I'm getting word that everybody's okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said I'm getting worried that everyone's okay. And I'm like, whoa, I'm <laughs> getting word. Yeah, you got your earpiece. Cal, Cal, Cal are uh, in California this weekend. Stanford. Stanford. <laughs> yes. Back to ASU <laughs> athletics. Um, yeah. So three of they won three of their last four. Um, <laughs> sirens are going crazy Stop out there. It. Sean's obsessed with the sirens. I'm not obsessed. I'm worried. They're getting closer. That, can well, we, there's can, a lot of them. Can, can that, it's sorry. It's, it's hard to focus. But yes, yeah. ASU baseball taking on Stanford. Um, we've talked about how important this series would be to just continue the momentum that ASU has kind of built over the last little bit over a week. Um, are you still sticking with your prediction of what 2 1 over Stanford? Yeah. Um, Maybe 3 0. Who knows? Possibly. They've won three of the last four. Uh, Stanford, not super good, but they're on the road. So who knows? I don't know. They, this team looks good in the Pac 12. They feel they look more comfortable yeah. playing baseball in conference. So hopefully you can keep the the streak alive after beating U of A. What do you think, Sean? I don't know what to think about this team anymore. I'll go 2 and 1 2 because it's what I guess basically every weekend. Um, <laughs> but I think, like I said last time we talked about this, like. I just kind of, I I think they're clearly capable. Like if the bats get together, then they're clearly capable of overcoming their pitching deficiencies. Um, and I feel like the last couple of games the bats have produced. So, uh, hopefully the pitching can just hold on enough, um, to get it. But I I feel like at this point it's really hard for me to predict that they're going to win all three games of any series. Yeah. Um, but I'll give them the edge in, in two of them. So I'll go two and one as well. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna go two and one as well. Kind of. Nothing has really changed for me. Um, I did write a piece on gophnx.com just talking a little bit about how this team has kind of transformed over the last week and a half. Um, 
whether it be the bats or the pitching has improved slightly, um, especially in that U of A game. Hard to really deny how well um, the Sun Devils played. But moving along to a former ASU baseball player, Oof. Spencer Torkelson. Uh, the Tigers yeah. came back to win. Beat the White Sox. Just now. Five to four. With no, no help. thanks to Spencer Tork. Yeah. No thanks to Spence. <laughs> That's okay. It's the hard. Tork went 0 for 4. Baseball is hard, guys. 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. Baseball is hard. It is hard. Um, He's 22 years old. To be fair. Um, to Tork or the Tigers? To everybody. Only two guys <laughs> on the entire team got a hit. Uh, or no, no, I'll run. That's sorry. That's I was looking at the long <laughs> I was going to say, I'm looking column. at a lot of hits here. Um Yes, but I mean, regardless, there was eight hits on the entire team, so it wasn't like anybody was really raking, and they took them into the last inning to win the game. So, yeah, it, I don't know. It's the second game of the season, or first game of the season, right? Javi Baez won yeah, the game fair. for them. I forgot yeah, Javi Baez was a tiger. I need wow. a stomach. Yeah, need a stomach pill. I don't know. No, CHGO is sick, um, <laughs> but um, I mean. Twerk, over today. What? Okay. Twerk is over today. Uh, his in division rookie of the year rival, Bobby Witt, RBI double yesterday to, I believe, win the game, right? Was it the go ahead run? Don't, I don't ask know. Me. Um, but um, I'm still love Twerk, but I'm still sticking with Bobby Witt for rookie of the year. 100%. I, I, I don't know. I like Twerk. But first game. You just said 100% and then said, I don't know. I like Twerk. Yeah, 100%. I like Torque. It did end up being the game-winning run. They yeah. went up 2-1, to one, but they won 3-1. to one. But it did oh, end yeah, up yeah. being There's the a lot of baseball. Right. There's a lot of baseball to still be played. Oh, um, yeah. No, I know. That's no. what, well, that's what I, we were talking about on the, on the show, the audio yesterday. It's like, I, like I said, I think he's going to start slow. But by the time you give, get him like close to the All-Star race, second half of the season, I think he'll he'll figure it out. It's just a, there's a lot of pressure on him. He's, he's taking over the spot of the greatest player in the franchise's history, at least the most popular player in the franchise's yeah. history. So. Uh, just give him some time. Sox in trouble? After one one game? Oh, the Red Sox. 5-4. Five, 5-4, four. Five, four, bottom 10. One out. Bases loaded. No, no, no. No, no, no. 5-4, bottom 10. They're, oh, they're up 5-4, but the bases are loaded. One out. Um, okay. Yes. Before we get into our last topic of the day, got to tell everybody about our new hats. Um, are they still considered new? Yes. yes. New hats. Okay. Trucker hats, dad hats, chain hats. All sorts of PH and X hats. We need Shane hats. Uh, we do need just Shane your, hats. Like your, no, definitely not my face. Just That's Shane with too a money much ego. sign for the S? No. Ooh, with a mustache underneath? No. Why not? Like uh, one that has like a fake mustache hanging down. Guys, yes. Thing, so it's just like, that would go hard. Love it. Yes, if you want to get all those More hats. More than the mustache. And maybe you can pre-order <laughs> a Shane Personality too, guys. Eh. Pre-order a Shane hat. My brother? Um, my brother? On gophnx.com today. Um, not only that, but if you become a member, you're going to either get a free T-shirt from the locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. First Responders Pod coming soon. Yeah, we should definitely pitch that. We'll see what Espo <laughs> thinks about it. We should become bounty pod. hunters. Bounty hunters? Bounty hunters? Yeah. Who are we hunting? I don't know. Criminals? Where we get paid to bounty hunt. Criminals. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm here for it. The bounty hunting. That boy's bad H&X boys. Show. Oh, my God. What you going to do? Okay. Yes. Again, go to our website, PHNX. Go PHNX.com. Become a member of the family when you do. Either a free T-shirt from the locker or your first month for fifty cents just for signing up. Um, me and the mayor last night um, shared a body roll when he was walking out of the stadium, and I was I was I was or walking to the stadium, and I was still at the Ainsworth. He body rolled, and then I body rolled back, and I was like, I missed that. Nothing like a good body roll. Like body roll, interesting. Okay, 
Moving on to everyone's favorite topic. Actually, before we get to the hot, the hot or not, I would like to, all of us should wish Leah a happy birthday. Mm. Um, mm. Because she is a phenomenal producer. She has the day off today, right? Yes, she does. Okay. Kind of fake that she would rather be with friends and have the day off. That, honestly, that's show. what I said. It's fake? She's fake, yeah. Doesn't care She's about fake. us. Only cares about herself. But yeah. Happy JK, birthday, LOL. Leah, but you're a fake person <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> no happy birthday leah um she still i believe yeah she still, still provided, provided hot or not, not topics topic. so the goat quality even on her birthday thinking about the us. real mvp nice. so jacob it is not your birthday no but that's actually next, next thursday oh, okay yeah. yeah so we're close Bet. uh so you want the first topic yeah let's get well, the first do we have the graphic well i thought this i thought the graphic was for just play the video no, play, play let's one. roll it who's hot or not this week Definitely not I. It's oh, let's go. <sighs> let's go. It's still weird to me. Ding. So what I need an answer to is because Leah tends to rotate them. But since Jacob's not always here, why did you choose Shane? Explain I asked Saul. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I asked Saul and, she, and Saul said the Super Bowl shirt did it. Oh, let's go. That's horse shit. I, I feel attacked. No respect for Aaliyah. I'm on my I'm on my fourth. Not the dead. You know how the abbreviation for the NBA when you're on a, the second game of back to back is a Sega Baba. A Sega Baba. Yeah. I literally have only heard that one other time, and it was from also you. Yeah, but I, it's one of my favorite. I, I, it's very rarely used, but I heard somebody say it once, and I love it. That's I'm on a Sega Baba. My fourth. You guys want the first topic? Yeah, or not? let's get or, that first topic. Yeah, let's go with the first topic. Birthdays. Birthdays. Like birthdays in general or celebrating birthdays? It said birthdays and then in parentheses it said LOL. Hmm. Leah's oh, birthday yeah. is hot. So, what? Leah's birthday is hot. Um, but his birthdays in general hot. Uh, you know what I will tell you? You know what I will tell you is I was talking about this last night with her. One of my least favorite things is birthday texts from acquaintances. Like people that like, only like, text you on your birthday or like Christmas. I'm like... This means nothing to me. Yeah. No, yeah. I feel that. Like, it's good to check in with an old friend. Like, if, if they become an acquaintance, you guys yeah. used to be close. Sure. But people that only text you for that specific situation, get out of my life. You <sighs> fake. Nothing worse than a uh, happy birthday text from a, na a number that you don't have saved in your phone. Yeah. yeah. Um, but another thing I was talking about with Leah last night is that being from, like, she's from Toronto. I'm from the East Coast. It's weird being out here because most of my friends are out there. And then I get a happy birthday text at 9 p.m. And I'm like, it is not my at 9 p.m. the day before my birthday. And I'm like, it is not my birthday yet. But then no, that's it, nice of them. Uh, it, well, it is, but it's just like. So oh, birthdays hot or not? Yes, birthdays are hot. Birthdays are hot. Birthdays are 100% hot. I love, I love cake. Mm. Big carrot cake guy. I know that was a topic in the in the chat in the today. Before I'm Why? a huge Funfetti cake guy because it had worms Bro. in it. Funfetti cake. I have said this. That's your own fault. I didn't know it had walnuts in it. Wellness aside, um, <laughs> I want my wedding cake to be Funfetti. Huge Funfetti guy, dude. Uh, oh, it's so it's oh, it's so such good. a good it's, it's such so a good, good cake. And the only reason people wouldn't want it as their wedding cake is because they think it's childish. Fucking get over yourself. <laughs> like you're 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 bending to the will of society just because, because people they don't want Funfetti cake. No, if you think it is too childish to have as a wedding cake, it's literally just a fucking cake with sprinkles. Like, what's the problem? They, they, people just. Thank you. Thank you, Leah. And she's the birthday girl, so what she says goes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> next topic. <clears throat> next topic. Milk substitutes. 
Ooh, no, not hot. like almond milk. Not hot. yeah, like almond milk. How do you seem like an almond milk? No, you seem like a soy milk kind of guy. Fuck soy milk. I like almond milk. Yeah, Fuck okay. you for saying that. <laughs> half hot, half well, half hot, half not. Like a half. Because some are because huh. <laughs> some him. are good and some are not. Like almond milk is fire. You, okay, you said that like a fucking Dr. Seuss poem. Half hot, half not. Some are hot. Sirens are outside. They're coming to get me. <laughs> what? Blop. All right, now, now you're Don't doing slam poetry. Spoken word. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm. No, you're doing no but yeah, some of them are good, some of them are bad. Um, I I'd like almond milk. I feel like if you don't have, like, if, if you're lactose, then sure. But if you, you're you just drinking them because you're like, yeah, we're the only human that drinks milk from another animal, which is not true, um, then you're that isn't true. Loser. No. What's the, what's the, do you know who else does? Uh, we are the only Picture animal. a cat in an alley. What are they drinking? Okay. Fucking, they're not, they're not getting it from the teat of yeah, another but, cat. But, but naturally. Naturally. Um, there's also another one. I forget what it was, but there's like a bird that sits on an animal that like will bend down and like drink the... It's true. I saw a TikTok. I'm not... Okay. Ah, so it's true. Immediately <laughs> well, TikTok I mean, said so. I looked into it. And it was I... True, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I'm a, I'm a... I hate people that are like, you drink just milk out of the glass. Like, get over yourself. No, I hate again. that. No, I think that's, that's so no, weird. That's, that's weird. Okay. I think, if you drink, I think you, if you drink straight yourself. milk, Are you the kind get of over myself. Go pour yourself no, a glass no, of milk? because people that drink like straight glass of milk, like I, I have a friend who will go to a restaurant and be like, you have milk? Okay. That's no. Fucking weird. That's serial killer energy. And But it's the people that drink like just milk and they're like, they're like that. They're like, you don't drink. You think it's weird to drink just milk? Get over yourself. No, it, it is weird. You're not a fucking cat. You're a grown ass man drinking milk at That's two in the crazy. afternoon. I don't just drink milk at two in the afternoon. When do you drink milk? Very rarely. But but it's not like unacceptable. <laughs> like that's what I think is annoying. Okay, no. What's unacceptable is one time I I went to a friend's house in like middle school, high school, and his parents made dinner, and they had spaghetti for dinner. And they're like, "What do you want to milk, or what do you want to drink? Water? <laughs> what do you want to milk? What do you want to drink? Water or milk? What do you want to milk?" They wanted. They asked me if I wanted water or milk. I said water, obviously. And the whole family sat down and ate spaghetti and drank milk. And no, I that did that. Is fucking weird. No, okay. So growing up, I had that. Like my parents would make spaghetti. I just think and I'd you're judging. Like no, for no fucking milk reason. Spaghetti is so weird. Why? No, it's not really. So like growing That's up, I did that, but combo. currently I would not do it's that. Just not. That is a, no milk and spaghetti is a weird combo. Max, so Max has a confession. He used to be a guy, <laughs> drank two percent too. But you know what kind of milk grown. are you though? Because like I still, I put milk in cereal and stuff like that. Like, but you're not just you? drinking. What kind of milk do you drink? It depends. I drink two percent, but I don't drink milk all the time. No, like, no but like, I'm saying. But like, what's an occasion milk? where you're like, you know, I could go for a glass of milk? Sometimes it happens. No, I mean, like, when I want to be hydrated. But like, just drink water. No, milk is more hydrating than water. Leah said in the comments too. I was in a get out house, um, like Josh said. Yeah, if someone offers you a glass of milk with spaghetti, run. Um, but <laughs> I, I was a skim milk guy for a while, while because I was too because it was healthier. Two yeah. percent milk just tastes two percent so milk better. is like if I can have any milk with cereal, I'm a two yeah. percent. Okay, two percent. Thank you, David. David has some great facts back here for me that I'm just going to read directly off of this website. Okay. So this is an example of animals drinking milk from other species. Nice. So, a red-billed oxpecker, a bird that oh, can yes. perch on the udders of an impala and this suck its milk. This is what I was just milk. talking about. Okay. And then, besides the oxpecker, birds such as seagulls and sheathbills have been reported to pilfer milk from elephant seals' teats directly. <laughs> elephant <laughs> seals' <laughs> teats. Nice. But I've heard, I also heard that the animals that get their milk, what did you say, pillaged? 
from their teats don't aren't like not a fan of it. It's not like a mutually beneficial thing. Like did you say that. pillage? I don't think pillage was pillage what did you, from there. Was Pilford. Pilford. I knew there was a pill somewhere. There's a pil. But I mean, last topic: uh, <laughs> self-driving cars. Uh, no, not hot at all. Why not? Those well, are fucking okay. terrifying. Fucking hypocrite. Because you were what out are you here talking saying about? Teslas are hot, and that's the most. Teslas like, are hot. I'm not, I'm not getting one that drives itself. All Teslas drive themselves. That's what. That's what makes Tesla. If special. I'm driving a Tesla, you're telling me I can't. Like no, actually but all Teslas are self-driving. All, like. all Teslas have the capability to be driven. Yeah, yes. they have the capability. Doesn't mean I'm fucking hitting autopilot and just letting it go. Self-driving cars that drive around like like the Waymos. Yeah, like that that are like mapping and stuff. You would think not hot, but actually hot because no. what is? No, I'm not throwing a tantrum <laughs> because of what they they're going out to do. You can't have. You can't just have. The, the gold without digging, man. Like you have to, <laughs> you have to do this first. And th they're mapping away so that cars can be, you know, dri driven by themselves. The autonomous car can be a thing, and it's making it safer. And they had some setbacks, obviously, with the Uber and like. I wonder if that accident outside was a self-driving yeah, car. Yeah, but genuinely, they can be very hot, and they will be scorching hot probably ten years. From oh, now. this was PD's topic. Yeah, PD got really excited because he had an hot mm. and hot topic for us, and he gave it to Leah. Um, in theory, they're hot. I'm not getting. They're in the going back. to be hot. Yeah, I'm not getting in the back seat of a self-driving car no. with no one in the front of it. No, that terrifies. That's what I'm saying. Me. So I'm with you on that. But self-driving cars, in theory, especially if I can sit in the front seat and be like, if something goes wrong, I can grab yeah. the steering wheel. Hot. Absolutely, that's dope as shit. But I'm not. I'm not at a point right now in 2022 where I'm about to. Yeah. Right. 20, yeah. I think we're all in agreement. Yeah. I think we're in the same. We just approached. Except for Toji. just doesn't like the idea. I don't like Shoot him. it down. I don't like them. I'm not going to be, like you said, I'm not getting, when I think self-driving car, I think of getting in the backseat of a car and nothing but, driving. There was a point, like, I could see in the end of my life, at, at some point in my life where I would get, like, yeah. I could see in 20, 30 years where it's it's self-driving. Well, regardless, it was a fun show. Um, the camera's about to die. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Well, let's not have that happen again. You can follow the show at phnx underscore sundevils. You can follow me at anthony underscore totree. Shane, where can everybody follow you? Follow me on Twitter at Shane Deef. Um, I was thinking of an alliteration, but I'm just going to scrap it. Go ahead. Follow me at Sean underscore to pause. I was going to say milky as always. And then uh, autonomous as always. Autonomous is No, I have self-control. Um, Wet is no uh, <laughs> drippy is always just like a swimmer that just got out of the pool. Drippy. There you go. Drippy. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's show or listening on Yo. audio. We will be back with another live tomorrow during ASU football's spring game. I believe show is 8 p.m. I believe we have or 730 on Saturday tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. The yes. game is at eight. I think games at seven. Seven. Game okay. Seven. So the show will be probably 930. Mm. We will let we'll you know on you know. social. Follow us at PHNX underscore Sundevils. For now, peace.